Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zwei Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcast, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting advice and guidance in your ear. Zweig Group's team of experts have spent more than three decades elevating the industry by helping AEP and environmental consulting firms thrive. And these podcasts deliver invaluable management, industry, client, marketing, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts, elevating the design industry one episode at a time. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilbur, and I'm excited to be with you for a new episode. I'm, I'm sitting again in front of somebody, a live individual, so it's exciting to be able to do that. I'm here with my colleague, Kyle Ahern. Kyle is the awards manager at Zweig Group. Many of you that have traveled and been to uh, Elevate conferences or hot firm events have probably run into Kyle in the past, and uh, I remember Kyle when he was just an intern, <laughs> so I'm starting to feel a little old here but uh, nonetheless we are we are here in uh, in Zweig's empty office in uh, downtown Fayetteville and it's only empty because most people are still working from home as as Kyle does and uh, we just agreed to meet here so it's good to be in front of somebody so yes, Kyle, how are you doing doing great Randy thanks good. for having me on absolutely man it's so good to see you and and um, I'm just I'm glad to be here today I'd love for you just to kind of give the audience you've been on a previous episode of the Zweig letter podcast and I can't remember what what episode number it is because you know we're up to like 192 now, right so we're, we're getting up there but I'll I'll, uh, I'll make sure that I put that link in the uh, show notes for that episode that you were on previously. But um, why don't you just kind of share with the audience a little bit about your role at Zweig, uh, what you're doing, and just about the awards program. Yeah, sounds great. Well, uh, like you said, I'm the awards manager at Zweig Group. Been in this role for about five years now. And um, I basically oversee and manage the entire process um, start to finish. You know, um, it, it starts uh, basically once we we get back from the conference. We we kind of sit down and regroup and uh, look at look at all of the awards areas where we can improve areas um, that were a success the previous year. Um, so, so a lot of that is the best firms to work for survey. Uh, that's our that's our annual um, employee policy you know workplace um, award, and that that. Uh, you know, involves a, a huge employee survey, the the biggest one in the industry, actually. And then there's also a corporate survey involved in that as well. 
Um, and then we, we also have our Hot Firm Award uh, that we look at every year, and, and that's um, based off the Inc. 500-5000 list, and that's purely just revenue-based. And then we also have our Marketing Excellence Award, uh, which, which uh, honors outstanding outstanding marketing in the industry. And then we have our uh, Rising Stars Award, which actually was previously, uh, or before it was um, mostly just in our C plus S Engineer magazine. They kind of handled that. And then a couple of years ago, we brought that into the uh, Mains Wide Group Awards fold and opened that up to all AEC professionals. So not just not not just civil and structural engineers anymore. So that's open to an, any professional in the industry. Um, and then we have our Jerry Allen Courage and Leadership Award, which I know you're very familiar with. And um, that honors that honors courageous leadership of, of any person in the industry, you know, no matter their role, um, who, who's had to, you know, battle adversity or, or bring their company through, you know, tough times or, or who just shown uh, outstanding leadership for their company. And then we have our newest award, which is the Top New Venture Award, which um, honors those, you know, newer firms, um, less than five years old, who who not not only are succeeding revenue wise, but have a great backstory and, and a great growth story as well. Yeah, I, I love that because, um, you know, we I don't know that we ever really took the time to acknowledge those up and coming firms, right? You didn't acknowledge anyone until they really made a lot of noise in right, the industry. Right. So uh, I think that's important to do. And so, I mean, all of these awards, um, you know, this is this is something that that Zweig has been doing for a long time. I mean, the you know uh, best firm to work for, hot firm. I mean, all of those are awards that have been around the block, if right. you will. Yes. And so they have legs and they will travel. And so, what 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 are some of the things that you've taken away from this since you've been in this role about the importance of these awards and and how it impacts firms that um, that that participate in the process? Yeah, sure. Um, so. One of the pillars of our mission, Elevate the Industry, is celebrating. And that, you know, these awards really go a long way into achieving that that pillar of our mission and um you know it's it's important for firms to to work on themselves and and improve and and make sure they're always you know as calvin ladner used to say if you're not growing you're dying so but that that's important but it's also important to celebrate your achievements and you know celebrating being a best firm to work for creating outstanding workplace for for your employees is something that i i think needs to be needs to be more widely celebrated because that's so important. Work is such a big part of your employees' lives that if you're creating somewhere where they enjoy going on a day-to-day basis, then that's something you got to celebrate. And then, you know, celebrating growth and creating new opportunities for, you know, for your employees to, you know, have better pay, better paying jobs and and more opportunities for people to come in and work. And and so if you're growing and and have outstanding revenue growth, that's, that's worth celebrating as well. And then, you know, marketing excellence, you know, that's, that's an area people, you know, people tend to overlook. We know the importance of marketing at Zwy Group and, and we always push that in, in our advisory services, the importance of marketing. But, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's tough to tell that to a, to a firm when they're looking at, at marketing as overhead. So we want to celebrate the outstanding marketing in, in the industry. And then, you know, the up and coming firms and the, and the up and coming individuals in the industry, it's, it's all, it's all great to celebrate all of those different aspects. And so I think, I think that's one of the best things about 
about the awards is just is just celebrating all of the the unique and and great aspects of this industry. Yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. And you're right about the celebration piece, especially for marketing, which, like you said, sometimes gets poo pooed on because it's not a, a it's not a line item under the utilizations part of things within a design firm. But it is it is where the rubber meets the road, where business uh, happens and where deals are done. And I, I have always historically and since I've been involved with this industry since the 90s, recognized that a lot of firms didn't celebrate the wins. Right. Right. And that's what you have to do. And I think, you know, this, this, this program, the awards program as a whole, like you said, gives people a chance to celebrate those wins, but then it also acknowledges the people that are kind of maybe lower tier within the organization, but are pulling their weight and making things happen on a daily basis, you know, and without that acknowledgement, I mean, you miss out on a chance to really kind of build up your, your workforce and the people that are on your team. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and and I think, you know, the celebration isn't lost on us at Zwei Group either. You know, back when we had our, had our office with everybody working in it, we had the gong and every time we get a a project win or, or, you know, even, even other types of wins within our company, you, you know, you gather everybody together and you hit that gong and it was just, is a good way to celebrate. So I think celebrating is very important and, and the awards certainly play that role in the industry. So, so over the last 18 months that we've been dealing with this pandemic, what has replaced the gong for you guys? Because I know you guys have had some big wins lately. I just noticed on LinkedIn the other day, I think uh, Jamie Claire had posted another uh, successful M&A um, that, uh, transaction that went down that Zweig was a part of. And you guys have really been moving and shaking. So how do you, how do you kind of replicate that in a virtual environment? It's it's tough, but um, you know we're we're you, we we have the the emails that go out to the whole company celebrating each win that we get, um, and then and then we have people who either are in the office working who can still hit the gong for for those who aren't here, or you know people will send videos of just the gong ringing or or you know virtual gong or something like that. But then you know we also get together and um, you know, have have like Zoom calls that we call. Um, water cooler meetings now and so you know we get to get together and celebrate any wins that we have that way and um and and so it's it's good you, you gotta just find a way you adapt and and i think we've been we've had we've done a good job of doing that over the last 18 months or so yeah i mean i think i think we all everybody listening to this podcast myself yourself we've all had to adapt and so um there have been some there have been some major changes uh in the last eighteen months that that is for sure it's more of an understatement uh and 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 in that same line of thinking what what have you seen in terms of the change of the awards program and maybe even some of the data that you've been pulling in like kind of like pre-pandemic versus what you're seeing now. Yeah. What what are some of the major trends that you're seeing? Yeah, well, so um I've been able to dive into the 2021 data that that we really just closed and kind of got cleaned up and and everything that goes into getting it organized, you know, you have 13,000 people take a over 100 question survey. There's a lot to dive into. So um uh, the, the biggest thing is just across the board every Everything is up. Really? Almost every single question across the board was up, and and even up higher than 2019 levels because things in 2020 dropped off, and and as as we really expected them to because 
this survey took place right about the exact time that people were starting to have to, you know, work from home and adjust. And so we expected, okay, there's going to be a drop off. And, and so it was really exciting to see basically everything rebound, um, back to and even above 2019 levels and which, you know, pre pandemic levels. So, so that was exciting to see, um, and, and one area in particular um, that, that was good was um, uh, feeling secure in their job. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, were very nervous last year, but, but to see the score bounce back the way that it did this year, um, I mean, it, it's at the highest point that it's been since, since we've been tracking the data. So, so that's a real testament to... Um, to the people in the industry, to the firms in the industry, to the leaders in the industry that are helping their employees feel very secure in their job, even through what prob- pro- probably everyone in this industry would would describe as the most challenging time that anyone's had to be go through. Yeah, I mean, I think in all of our lives, right? right. I mean, because I don't, I don't know that there's too many of us that are running design firms that were around during the influenza <laughs> pandemic. So, so we we all have to say that this uh, coronavirus COVID nineteen pandemic has been uh, has been a game changer for sure on a number of levels. Um, so, so talk a little bit about because I always like to focus on. I mean, hot firm is great. The top line revenue when you look at firms grow and and you can easily. I mean, that's that's an easy thing to look at and measure. But when you start talking about what makes a best firm right to work for in the design space, what would you say um, to I'm a young design professional? I've got uh, an organization with 15, 20 employees, and I ultimately want Endeavor to, to be considered a best firm to work for. What are some of the markers of a best firm to work for? Yeah, I think it, the the great thing about our data set is we can we have the ability to break it down into those different demographics. So we can look at the younger generation and and look at those up and coming professionals and see what is is most is is most important to them really and it's it's really investment in their careers that's what that's what the younger generation are looking for yeah everybody you know everybody wants the compensation and the benefits to be on the same level but but that's that's pretty straightforward across the board it's it's the investment in their career investment in their future you know setting up training opportunities having internal trainings lunch and learns um you know other other types of you know bringing people in to for professional development um it, that that's what is setting the best firms to work for apart from from the rest of the field is is they're taking the time to listen to their employees and figure out what they want, but also, but also investing in their careers and their futures. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've always told people that, you know, the firms that I see that are the most successful take time for professional and personal development. And that's basically the indication of a firm is doing that. They are at least have some understanding of where their people are Mm -hmm. and what they need, right? Because everybody's never, you know, you, you hire somebody within your design firm. They're not the finished product. They are, they are where they are at that instant, instant in time. The reality is that you ultimately want them to get to a place down the line where they're a thriving member of your organization. And sometimes 
from where when you hire them to where to when you get get to that point, there's a lot of work that goes on in the process in the background, and I call it that's the 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 phase where you go through. Um, that's where all the real work happens, mm-hmm. and that's where firms that take the time to do what I call that real work, um, that professional development on a regular basis. Maybe you set up a a university within your company uh, where you provide you know ongoing training, right? Both on a professional level, right, so that those individuals can be the best version of themselves for the work that they're doing, but also on a personal level so that they can just be the best version of themselves, period, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like a little bit of both. Um, so tell me, what are some of the some of the real markers that you saw in this most recent best firm to work for that really stood out for you outside of just the personal and professional development? What, what else made a best firm to work for? Yeah, so um, the the leadership as well, uh, the, the questions um, regarding leadership, you know, I trust my firm's leadership, I trust the future direction of the firm, um, you know, my firm is ethical, those questions were way up this year. And I think, I think you know, may, maybe it was the pandemic that really brought out you know, the true leaders in these firms. And so, so those best firms to work for really, really scored well in those leadership areas. And I think, you know, I think that comes down to, you know, having great managers, um, and then all the way through up the, through the C-suite level and, um, and having that leadership in place, um, because that, you know, that trickles down and, and ripples out throughout the entire company. So so that was probably the area that I saw, um, you know, that really stuck out to me was was those best firms to work for really, uh, their, their employees felt really strongly about the leadership in their firms. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, that speaks to obviously job security, right? You right. feel good about where you work. You feel like everybody that's running things has it under control. You know, and as you mentioned that, I think about some of the people that I connected with, like, Chris Huckabee from Huckabee and Ozzie Nelson, um, specifically two individuals that I know very well that have hugely successful design firms. And one of the first things that I asked them what they implemented as soon as this pandemic happened to kind of stay connected with their people. Um, Ozzie started doing weekly video uh, messages mm-hmm. to everybody just to kind of let them know what he was thinking, what the leadership of, of Nelson was thinking. And then ultimately, you know, what he, you know, he wanted to provide some encouragement. Yeah. Same thing for Chris Huckabee. I mean, just they amped up the communication. Right. Right. So it wasn't like, you know, what we have seen historically in the industry is that sometimes leadership and those in the C-suite tend to regress in the area of communication where they don't focus on it enough or they just assume that people will kind of figure things out through either osmosis or just through um, the, the water cooler talk. And unfortunately, as a leader, you can't get ahead of any narrative unless you control that narrative. And you can't control that narrative unless you're the one at the forefront providing the information and the message. Right, right. And, and it's funny that, that you bring that up because, you know, we, we saw the, the drop in scores really across the board last year, but communication was up. And I think, I think uh, you know, the pandemic was forced everybody to, like we said earlier, adapt. And I think communication really just took off to a level that, 
you know, it, it may have even gotten to the point of over communicating. You know, I, I know at one point at, at Zwide Group, we were doing like weekly all hands meeting. And I think <laughs> we got to the point where we were like, okay, maybe we need to just back off just a little bit. And, you know, of course, you know, you keep that, that door open for anyone who wants to communicate. But I think at the beginning of the pandemic, everybody did a great job of trying to communicate with all of their employees. And then unfortunately, um, that's the one area from 2020 to 2021 data that we saw the biggest drop was effective communication. So, you know, you wonder if, you know, everybody was gung-ho at the beginning, but then kind of pulled back and then and then regressed too much. And now, you know, people are going back to, well, you know, the firm isn't communicating well enough with us right now. So, you know, you hope you hope people will be able to rebound and get back to, all right, we got to make sure everybody's on the same page and, and we're communicating everything across the board. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's one of the areas where any thriving organization, I don't care if you're a design firm or anything else, um, if you allow communication fatigue to set in, um, you've missed it. And you've got to kind of get that back and mm-hmm. and, 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 and reignite that uh, level of communication, that level of contact and interaction, because with that, anything's possible. But if you don't have it, then, you know, you kind of leave your people to their you being the leader of a company or an organization uh, or a department, leave your people to their own devices. Right. And that's not always a good thing. It's just right. not, you know, you want, you don't, you want to take that away. And, and, you know, like you said, even Zweig tried to overcompensate a little bit with the regular all hands meetings, which is important. Um, but I think if you have solid people around you, um, you know, you can trust them to do the right thing. And mm-hmm. I think they will, they will return the favor um, yes. to you as a leader that, Hey, they'll get their work done. They'll do what they have to do. And then when you check in with them, you know, that anything that you expect to get to, to get done does get done. Right. So, you know, you don't have to come Constantly check in and say, "How's how's it going? Are you done with that report? Are you are you working on the next report? What are you thinking about doing next week? You know, what I mean, you can walk and chew gum at the same time, right? So, yeah, yes. So, I think it's really important. So, so tell me, um, anything that you you notice with um, the top new ventures, less than five years old? Any any changes between pre pandemic uh, information and, and what has happened since the pandemic? Well, I, we we actually haven't gotten into that award yet. Okay. Um, and so I, I am very interested because that award closes June 30th. So oh, okay. just here in a okay. couple of days. Okay. So right. so I'm very interested to get in and, and read those entries um, compared to last year and, and even compared to 2019 to see, you know, how these new firms who – who, when when these people started these businesses, they probably didn't think, oh, I'm going to have to deal with a global pandemic. So it's going to be interesting to hear their story because you know these well-established firms they they pivot and they adapt and you know they have the infrastructure in place to do that. But these new firms, what did they have to do to um, to to survive? I think that's what everybody's mindset was last year was to survive. So it'll be interesting to see what what um, you know they had in store you know in 2020 for these new firms. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that'll be good. How, how many, like typically, uh, especially for the new venture, um, since that's a, a newer award, how, how many, do you get a lot of entries for that? Uh, we don't get a lot for that, you know, it, and, and, and we... We have just one winner for that award, um, and so you know, you know, you don't want to, you don't want a lot of people to to apply, and then you're like, well, sorry, you know, yeah, thanks, thanks, but no, thanks, you know, yeah. you, you didn't make it this year. Um, 
um, you know, it, it is one that that I think we would be open to to adapting in the future. Um, you know, if 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 it was one that that was gaining a lot of traction, you know, because of course we want we want those new firms to be celebrated. You know, you're, you're going out on a limb to start this new company that that's worth celebrating in and of itself. So, um, you know, it's it's one that that I'd like to personally see take off. Um, so, you know, it's that's something we'll have to work on at at Zwei Group ourselves to to make happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, and now I'm going to make it a little difficult for you because I want to ask you the question that I know a lot of people throw in your, in your face when you approach them about being a part of an award program. Um, what is outside of me? Cause for some people it might be like, Oh, well, this is really just self-serving. I mean, I, I participate in the award, but it's, you know, maybe I shouldn't be, why, why be involved in these awards period? Right? Yeah. What, what do you normally, how do you retort or respond to somebody that, that comes to you and asks you that? Yeah. So, so that is a very good question. I, I talk to people probably most about best firms to work for and, and it's, it's been fun to watch the change in that award in the last five years. Uh, when I started, you know, it was, it was great. You know, we want to be considered a best firms to work for. And now people love the award still, but the data that they get back from the award, because we send everyone who participates this huge report that, that shows all of their uh, employee survey data from, from the big survey, uh, and they get that back whether they're a Best Firms to Work For winner or not. And so so it's been fun to watch you know, it go from, you know, we love this award, this is, this is what we go for, to the award is great, we love getting the award, but we also want the data to learn how we can improve um, a, as a company as a whole. You know, what areas do we have that are weaknesses? What areas are strengths that we can con- continue to build on? And so I, that's what I tell people is, is you're getting, not, you, not only could you be an award winner, that looks great, um, for for recruiting, for uh, even even for winning jobs, I would say, but but you're also getting data back to to help your firm, you know, grow and improve and and move forward. Yeah, and, and you know, and I, I always tell people it's that benchmark is important. Yes, right. I mean, you need to get that information to know whether where you are. I remember when Mark. Uh, at the time when we were Zweig White and Associates and Mark and Fred White were applying for both the, uh, for the Inc. At the time it was the Inc. 500, right? Because now it's 5,000. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different. But, you know, it, it, it was the importance of it really was as a company to get a benchmark as to how we are compared to other ventures that are comparable to us. And where do we stand and where do we want to be? Right. Yes. And so, yeah, you have all these different categories, but it's always nice to kind of see how you, you know, if you stand out in the crowd and, right. and, and is there room for improvement? And I think if nothing else, the data that Zweig provides uh, for any participant in any of these awards is invaluable. Right. Because it does give you that feedback and, and we, we're not operating in, in a vacuum. We, we are actually getting feedback that tells us whether we're on the right path or whether we need to make some course corrections, some changes. And even even with the best firms to work for, those firms that participate and 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 even place in the top, there's still room for improvement, right? Because right? every organization is is always getting better, ideally, right? Yes. That's that's that that would be the plan. So participating in this program gives you a um a chance to kind of fine tune your offerings and fine tune the way that you operate as an organization. Yes, yes. And 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 I think you brought up an important important part uh point of benchmarking um you know and and even if you you know 
participate in hot firm and, and marketing excellence. You don't you don't get the report back that you do in in best firms to work for, but you get to see you know how those areas of your firm areas where you th- might think are strong, but but you can you can kind of see. Um, you know, see how you would stack up against the competition. And and that's a great thing about having the in-person event um, is we do get to showcase some of the marketing excellence pieces that we get to see at those in-person events. So so then people can come by and and say, okay, here, that's a, that's a good idea. Not not that not that you want to be giving away your your marketing secrets, but it's a good way to 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 build and and enhance marketing throughout the industry. Yeah, and and honestly, you know, there is nothing new under the sun. So a lot of stuff that you think, oh, I'm going to be the first to do this. Somebody else has probably done it. Maybe they haven't done it as good as you, but they've done it. That that um, marketing and excellence award, I always liked participating in that part of the event because I remember going around the table and looking at everybody's, you know, marketing ideas and how they presented stuff for proposals or for other things. And there was a lot of really good ideas yes. put out there. And I think it's important because you also get to share that information at the event. And so people can kind of see what your peers are doing, how they're doing it. Maybe, right. maybe they're, maybe, you know, they have a bigger, better mousetrap. And I think there's always something to be learned from from looking at what other people are doing. Not that you have to copy them, but you know, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. And sometimes it's good to imitate some people that have had some success because um, invariably some of those breadcrumbs will fall on your plate and mm-hmm. you can benefit from it. So that's right. Yeah. So I think that would work. And then, of course, you have the uh, Jerry Allen Courage and Leadership Award, which is is a tremendous award, um, and it's it's in, in the name of an individual that I actually worked with. And so again, I feel really old. I mean, he passed away in the early two thousands, and Jerry and Mark were very close, and Jerry gave Mark one of his first jobs in the design industry as a whole when Mark was at Carter and Burgess there in Fort Worth, Texas. And, you know, Jerry was an outstanding guy, but he was a no, I mean, anybody that wins this award is definitely a different kind of leader. Yes. Meaning that they don't take a lot of mess, that that um, their word is their bond. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they definitely care about the people that are around them and want to see people be successful and, and have something to show for it. Right. Because Jerry made a lot of very successful people around him, not just not just successful in within the scope of the work that they did, but also financially successful. Mm -hmm. And I still talk to some of these people to this day. And, you know, they have nothing but praise for this man. That's, um, you know, he's 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 passed on, but his legacy still lives around and and so many people. And I I really applauded Zweig for for doing um, this award because it means so much to this industry to be able to look to individuals that have that type of sensibility as a leader. And uh, I, you know, I can think of the, the different people like John McAdams and others that have been previous award winners that are just, I mean, just stand up individuals. Yes. And, um, and so that, that award is really important. And, and that is, that is, um, that is a merit-based award right. for sure. I mean, right. make no mistake about it. There isn't any, I mean, there's not a whole lot of voting that goes on there. You, you kind of look and, you know, like, they say the proof is in the pudding. Yes. And you can look at the the um the work that people have put in by the sweat of their brow and and be able to to make some comment about what what somebody's like. And so I certainly encourage in the future those of you listening to this if you think that you have a Jerry Allen type leader um that that you should you should um 
you know, throw their name into the hat yes. and make a case for why they should be considered for the Courage and Leadership Award. Because I, I think it's it, to me, it's it's one of the most prestigious and special awards in the design industry. Right. Am I overstating? No, it no. I I okay. think you're right on. I think you're <laughs> so. spot on, and and it, it shows, you know, for for those who have been to to the in person event, um, and and have seen the the video testimonial that we put up about each winner from from people within their firm, from those who work with these with these leaders every day, it's extremely powerful. Um, you know, there's there's raw emotion that goes into it. There's you know, it's it's all very real and and very powerful, and so. So, yeah, uh, um, you know, I'm excited to to look at the look at the entries for this year. Um, that one's about to be closing as well. So so excited to look at the entries and and we really we get we get a number of people, um, you know, high level leaders involved in in picking that winner every year. So I'm excited for that this year too. Yeah, and I want I want to give a shout out to somebody whose name you mentioned, um, Calvin Ladner, who passed away in 2020. Um, Calvin was a friend of mine. He was a Jerry Allen uh, Courage and Leadership Award yes. winner. Uh, he ran LJA down in Houston, Texas, big firm, 40, uh, 40, 45 locations, um, almost 1300, 1400 people. Uh, but, but Calvin is, uh, uh, he, he, he left some very big shoes to fill. And, and if you wanted to look at the example of the type of per- leader that was typified by Jerry Allen, it would be somebody like Calvin Ladner. So, um, shout out to his family, shout out to the LJA family. And, uh, uh, we, we certainly appreciate having examples like him in our lives. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's cool. So anything else? Else that you want to tease before we we close out this particular episode about the future of award awards at Zwei Group. Well, I mean, just just some exciting things that we're doing with with best firms to work for. We've developed a, a few tools um, that allow us to to not just look at demographics industry wide, but we can we can break down demographics firm by firm now. So so if a firm was interested, you know. Every, every firm has those areas of weakness, like we said earlier, um, but it's not it's not firm wide and areas of weakness. So if you can pinpoint it and then and then go to work on that area or or pinpoint areas of strength and build out from there, then um, then I think that only serves serves to improve your firm. So, um, you know, that's an exciting tool. We're offering um, full analysis of best firms to work for employee survey results Um and then, and then we're always, you know, always looking to not just improve but expand our awards program as well. So I'm always open to, always open to ideas and suggestions, especially from you know people in the industry. Um, so, so always happen happy to to talk to anyone who wants to pick up the phone or, or shoot me an email about about anything that we can be doing. That's great. And what's your email? What's the best email? Email, email K Ahern at zweigroup.com. And that's A-H-E-R-N as in Nancy. Yeah, K-A-H-E-R-N at zweigroup.com. Definitely reach out to Kyle and, and, you know, he'll get back to you in a hot minute. So, uh, you know, he won't let any grass grow under his feet and you'll hear from him right away. So I certainly want to encourage you to do that. Um, I did did want to just kind of tease out this fall, there will be an, an Elevate virtual conference. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and there will be a live event. Yes. Like a real live event. Big, not full like a event. limited, like there's gonna be sixteen people in a room, socially distanced, um, by, you know, twelve foot 
you know, barricades. There's going to be a real event, right? Real event, yeah. So the the virtual event is going to be four weeks long. That's starting September 13th. Um, it's just going to be, you know, maybe one or two sessions a day for those four weeks. So it's it's very easy to kind of pick and choose if you have a couple hours one day and or, or you know, a few days throughout the week. You know, it's going to be high-level content. It was last year. People raved about it. I think we had over 1,800 um People attend those virtual those virtual sessions. Um, so so that and it's free. So that's open to anyone within your firm who wants to who wants to join any of those sessions. And then yeah, we're having the the full Elevate AEC conference this year, which we're so excited about. Um, and I and and people I've talked to are very excited about getting back to it because because that really is our big celebration. I mean, you've been you've seen the the light show that <laughs> that Chad Kleinens, our CEO, likes yeah. to put on for for the awards show. It's it's he he describes it as. Um, um, a mix between an award ceremony and a rock show, and right. I think that is that is spot on. So, so we're excited to get back to this year, and of course, there's going to be outstanding speakers and breakout sessions and networking. Um, so, so just very, very excited to get back to um, in person events for for those who who are comfortable and, and want to join us there in Denver. Yeah, and I, I would encourage everybody to to participate in both of these events, and 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 you know for sure what we talked about earlier in this in this uh, conversation about you know creating opportunities for professional and personal development for all of your people the elevate virtual conference is the best way to That's do it. that i mean you could you can make sure that all of your people sign on it's just like what i tell people i mean you're listening to this why letter podcast but so many of you haven't subscribed to this why letter it comes out free every monday That's right comes out at 12 noon it drops in your your uh, email inbox you can read it at your leisure it's about 12 pages of some of the best content and information and Kyle you write articles that's in right there. I've got and, one coming up yeah, too so, that I just I mean, finished yeah so and I've written I've written a ton of articles in there and so um, you know you can find something for everything that you're dealing with within the design industry space right in within the the walls of the Zweig letter newsletter one of the oldest running newsletters in the design industry so yes. you know certainly want to encourage you to take advantage of that not only can you sign yourself up but if you want you can email you can email Kyle or you can email Sarah Sparkman uh, at sparkman at zweiggroup.com and just say, hey, Sarah, I want to sign my whole company up for the Zweig letter. You can send her an Excel spreadsheet with the contact information. It will go right into the database mm-hmm. and everybody on your team will get that. And you'll be the better for it because you will create um, a workforce. You'll create people on your team that are, are much more aware of what's happening in the design industry. Yeah, I, I know I've learned an unbelievable amount from from the Zweig letter. So so yeah, definitely subscribe anyone and everyone that you can. That was my study guide when I first got in the industry in '97. Mark was like, just read just read what I write and read this information and read some of our books. And that's what I did. I yes. read several of the books um, that and, and publications that Zweig put out, but I also read the newsletter religiously, and I still read it to this day. A because I love enjoying reading Mark's articles and everybody else's articles that are in there. Jamie Claire, Chad Kleinens. Uh, Phil, Kyle, uh, everybody that's part of the advisory at Zwei Group mm-hmm. writes 
really well. And yes. so it's always good to read those because I get good ideas. And some of those translate over into other industries. So um, there's a lot of benefit there. So if you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed to the Zweig Letter newsletter, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now. Plus pause. Go subscribe. Come back. Finish up this episode because we're done now. That's we're right. We're done anyway. So but thank you so much, Kyle, for, for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate you. I mean, you've 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 grown a lot for folks. For those of you that w- when Kyle first started working here, uh, he, he was an intern and then he, you know, he worked with me and in, in executive search for a while and then moved. I mean, he's just he has advanced and at every level he is he is just he has rang, rang the bell of achievement. So uh, I wish you nothing but continued success, my friend. You're now married. You've got kids, a dog the whole nine yards so you're you are adulting at a high level so thanks Randy. So. yeah you you've been able to you've been able to see it all so and and i've definitely learned a lot from you so i i very much appreciate it oh absolutely my friend absolutely well folks there you have it kyle ahern awards manager at zwy group uh we, uh, we put his contact information in the show notes if you want to reach out to him again his email is k ahern a-h-e-r-n at zweiggroup.com uh that's all that we have for you this week that's another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. You can learn more about one of the oldest newsletters in the design industry by visiting thezweigletter.com. Read about articles online, listen to this podcast, sign up for a free subscription to the newsletter and have it delivered right into your email inbox every Monday morning. Just like I said earlier, sign up today. For more info about Zweig Group's advisory services or any Zweig Group publication, visit zweiggroup.com. You can subscribe to the Zweig Letter Podcast wherever you listen to it and please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to the Zweig Letter Podcast. We hope that you can be part of elevating the industry and that you can apply our advice and information to your daily professional life. For a free digital subscription to the Zweig Letter, please visit thezweigletter.com slash subscribe to gain more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about leadership, finance, HR, and marketing your firm. Subscribe today.